Love bites. Ouch. Stop biting me. That's oh, Rambo. Sorry. Well, wasn't a bite. It was just a nibble. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Another episode of the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And this is our second annual Valentine's Day special. Part one. Part one. Part one. If you guys listen to our summertime songs we did our own set list. list yeah playlist we're doing the same thing again the only time well the only difference is this time it's for valentine's day correct for all you lovers and lovers and training if you will yeah yeah uh my status went back to lovers and training man <laughs> happened baby hey dude sometimes self-love is the best <laughs> so so i guess you're permanent Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Right here, guys. So we came together. We said, hey, let's do this. Let's pick our, our songs. Go ahead, pick. And then we sent each other lists uh, later down the line. So he sent his list, and I sent my list. Um, I told him, and this is my list here. This is part one. I said, I am going to do a theme, and all my songs are going to have the word love in <laughs> All my songs are going to have the song. Which took me for love. a loop. So I got a lot to say on some of the songs and, you, cho- and, you and, chose. And, and let me just say this. Let me just say this right out here. Um, these aren't necessarily um, the best songs that have the word love in the title. And you know what? To be honest with you, some of them aren't even like my favorites that had love in them. But I'll tell you this, there were a lot of them that had the word love that I thought were total garbage. Oh, and I'm sorry, there's one more caveat on this whole uh, episode we're doing of my list. If you listen to last year's Valentine's Day episode, I didn't play any song that was on that show. So I had a love song by 311, love song by uh, oh, Tesla. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You still, still, have not still loving you. Those kind of songs, I didn't play anything that was from the last episode. Correct. So I had to have the word love, and it couldn't have been on last year's Valentine's special. So I had to take some of my favorite ones out, some that are songs that I really love, because I didn't want to play them again. I want to put more room in, you know, to play some other stuff. Which brings us here to track the first track I have on here, "Love Bites" by Def Leppard, one of, uh, you know, one of the top bands from the '80s from the Hysteria album, yeah. uh, a number one. Uh, single. single. I, this had to be on the list. Love Bites, baby. Sounds good. I love it. Same thing. Love Def Leppard. They have a lot of ballads. And uh, rock and roll, baby. It was it's a great way to yep. start this uh, Valentine's Day special. I'm, yep. I'm up, man. I'm ready to roll. Released in 88, like I said, from Hysteria. Number one song. Yeah. Love this song, dude. This is this is for love, dude, right here. This is it's for great, love, dude. I mean... Love. If you want to get close to your loved one, put this on, baby. Yeah, that's it, man. I put Drive it on, around. I, I put it on every time Greg comes over. <laughs> I put it on every time Greg comes over. All right, you ready to go? Uh, let's go to the next song. All right, sounds good. Now, this one has actually been on one of our episodes before. Correct. On the Journey, Journey Deep Cuts. Yeah, Deep Cuts. Because Go back and listen to that one, too. We have a Journey Greatest Hits. And we have a journey deep, deep cuts. cuts. Uh, 
both those episodes are great. Actually, I think the Deep Cuts one gets more listens than the Greatest Hits. Wow, no way. I, and and to be honest with you, sometimes when I want to go just kind of relax and just like maybe take a nap or just kind of chill, uh-huh. I'll put on the Deep Cuts playlist and just listen to yeah, it. Just hear that kind of I love it. It's That's great. Cool. Um, the song is called When You Love a Woman. Uh, I think I believe it's on their Trial by Fire um, record. Album. Yeah. yeah. Love this song, dude. I, love, I remember when it came out. I was like, "Oh, this is great." It's almost like a comeback for them. Exactly. Wasn't that when Steve Perry kind of came back, yep. or was he kind of they? They just kind of took a break from each they other. They took a break, and he, yeah, I believe, yeah, came back from his solo stuff. No, 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 no. Maybe. I don't remember no, what this, it was. This was from '96. Uh, '96. So it was okay. actually might have been when they had a couple did some stuff with some other singers. I'm only really familiar with the Steve Perry journey. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, not a, a lot of the other stuff, but yeah, this is from '96. Um, it did pretty well. It um, hit number 12 on the Billboard. Yeah, um, man, because it's a, Journey and Steve Perry, Journey, man. Dude. I mean, this had—they have the magic, they have the charisma that you know people want to hear. People want to hear the sappy love songs. Hear Steve Perry sing them, and that's what it was, Bill. Totally cool. Does anybody sing a better ballad than Steve Perry? Oh, there's a lot of guys. I love how you say that matter of fact. (laughs) I love how you just say that like, I'm absolutely wrong. Oh, there's a lot of guys. Steve Perry has one of the greatest voices in music and and faithfully open arms. Yeah. Would those have been on this list? Absolutely. But guess what? They don't have the word love in them. Right. So, yeah. This one made the list. No love. You would have had to have put the kibosh on it. Um, Yeah, I think I remember the song came out. Great song um, about when you love a woman. Man. Great song. It has a nice little solo in here and everything. So it's great, and the video was good too. It was kind of like yeah, black like and a, white. I don't know, almost like a church type thing. Maybe they made two videos. I remember them singing in the studio a lot. Oh, uh, maybe it was like studio. studio I'm sorry. Maybe it was a studio time. Maybe you're thinking you're thinking of something else. Yeah. Are yeah. right, you ready to go? Yes. Let's go. And you know this, this next song took me for a loop because it went back deep, deep into my. Uh, what? This song? Why is, that, why is this shit on here? I, and it made me laugh, so I was cracking up half the, the time I'm listening to this. Um, this song right here was the one song that I thought Greg was going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? It I, is. It definitely is. But I need love. List. Yeah, I need love by LL Cool J. <laughs> I'll, this is a this is a great song, dude. It's one of the uh, one of the first songs that really broke through as far as hip hop and rap uh, is concerned. And man, great song, dude. I love it. I remember the video so on he, MTV. And, he went out of the box and tried something different, and it worked for him. Mm-hmm. Um, not really trying to be what is it? I want to say um, R and B smooth type mm-hmm. stuff, but he just kind of used his rap to make it feel a little bit R and B ish in a sense. Yeah. We'll yeah, and you know, hit number one on the hot, the hot black singles, hit number tw- fourteen on the Billboard. Oh, okay. So back in what was this '87? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty big deal. I mean, th- I mean, I remember the days where they weren't even showing videos with black musicians on MTV. It didn't, they didn't do it right away. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the first. This is the first. So this is one of the first breakthrough singles, mainstream singles, and it was one of the fir- one of the first ones to really break through in the UK, where it hit number eight on their singles chart. So it was the first kind of the first for a lot. But man, I remember this video, and as a matter of fact, in my research, I went back and watched it, <laughs> and over time, it just became super cheesy. He's like on tour, and then he does a little. He doesn't do the speech in the song, the single, but in the back of the limo, 
he's like, oh, I missed you, baby, and you know, you know, you're the one for me, kind of thing, and it's just super. It's this great, is dude. this is definitely not part of my what I would listen to, but. Chris has mentioned that, you know, when he was younger, he liked, you know, a little bit of hip hop and, and rap and stuff like that. So we argue a little bit about this, but I'm when Chris said the word love and I heard I saw heard the song again, I go, I knew it was just, OK, it fit for you. And it's, like I said, wasn't something I would put on, but but, but you've heard the song, but I've heard the song. You've heard it all the way through, right? Before? I'm going to say yes. OK, I'm say but yes. I just just want to make sure you said that, because I remember when we did another song and I played Meatloaf I would do anything oh yeah you said you never heard that song never all the way through the, all which way through. I refuse to believe yeah. I refuse to believe that and that was on last year's uh, uh, yeah, episode that's a that's a great song right there I would I would but it can't be can't be on this episode I would do anything for love but I won't do that but you know what I will do I will go to the next song let's go so you know how you just said that with Meatloaf this next song I never heard You've never heard this song? I've never I've never heard I I can't remember I didn't remember this song, Chris. Um I didn't remember the song and it took me it I had to listen to it two or three times and I, it it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I I I had a rough time not trying not to skip it, you know, my button was like I'm skipping. But I did it for you know, for research for love. I did it for love. <laughs> and it, I heard through it. I still don't like it, but I do. Re- I remember the band. I can't remember their original single, but this is like I really. I don't think I heard this the whole way through. This so this is Cutting Crew, um, and their this is the song uh, I've been in love before. But I just died in your arms tonight was like their huge yeah. worldwide hit. Um, I'm not gonna sing it right now. Maybe later. But yeah, the, I. I think more so about this band, what I like the most is the guy's voice. I really like his voice. Okay. And, and the way he sings his cadence, a little breathiness to it. I, I just love it. You got a little, you know, a little handheld maraca this going on This is definitely, what, I think, what we consider a yacht rock or slow rock. I would. Sorry. I, easy rock. Or soft rock. Sorry. Yeah, this is definitely in the, in soft that, rock. In that sense. I, if you would have told me oh, on Yacht Rock if I'm listening on satellite radio, this came on, I go, oh, okay, yeah, I can see this that. This would but. fit seamlessly into any Yacht Rock playlist. Yes. Uh, yes. Or AM Gold. Or, <laughs> but I, that's a great song. Uh, you know, let's see, hold on a second. I was, I was not ready yet for this song. Uh, from 86. So most of my songs are going to be from the 80s. Okay. Uh, that's my... The music that we listen to, um, 80s is probably one of the best time periods for ballads, in my opinion. Correct. Looking at your playlist, you not so much maybe, but your playlist is like 3,000 songs. Your ballads, <laughs> your ballads playlist is like, it's still playing, and you've been playing it since last <laughs> Valentine's Day, and it's still playing. It's still. <laughs> You're still in play there. It's um, only halfway done. <laughs> came out, man, in 86, and uh, it reached number nine. Okay. So, I mean, and, and obviously, uh, it, I believe it was the follow-up single. I went back, I watched his music video, and it was bad. It was bad. I, if the song, if I didn't like the song so much, I would, I would have had to skip the video because it was okay. that bad. You know, close, too long of a close-up on the singer of him singing. A little montage. We love our montages. Yeah. The, you know, the lover and him looking back at each other. It's great, dude. I love it. Little good Spanish style guitar right there. Love it. Kills me. 
You ready? Yeah. Let's go. See? There we go. Now we're now we're getting something good. Foreigner. I want to know what love is. I do want to know what love great is. Great song. Love it since uh, the first time I heard it. Um, Foreigner's a great band. They have a lot of good 70s rock, 80s. They kind of mellowed out just a little bit just to get a little more uh, uh, diversity in their music. Great song. I love it. This is a, this is a out of the ballpark for me. Um, yeah, dude. This is, like I said, 1984. Yeah. Right in the heart of the 80s. Yeah. Foreigner. Um, I don't know if this is when they were at their height, but this is when they were still going strong. Exactly. Um, Agent Provocateur was the album this is from. Man, power ballad. This is... I want to know what love is, Greg. I want you to show me. Wasn't you know? this a number one single? Um, At least top ten. Yeah, it had to be. I, I, um, wow, it charted pretty much everywhere. Um, yeah, it was yeah. number one. And And... You know, doing my research, I didn't do as much. Like when we do like other episodes, we're really into like where was the band at at that time? Correct. Where were they Correct. charting at that time? Certification. I just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna just make a list. You know, what album was it on in the year? I, well, then we'll just kind of talk. That's kind of what I was thinking. But man, now that I kind of go and look, dude, this freaking song was number one just off the top of my head. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen charts. It was number one. Cause it's a great song and, and it fit in where everybody wanted to hear. With a cheesy you know? video. With a cheesy, cheesy video. Cheesy video, dude. Yeah. Didn't they have a choir in this one too? Yeah. Yeah. That's what got it. You know, people just wanted to do it. Oh. And if they marketed right, it probably they probably released it like now in February, January or February yeah. to get that. Lovers. Get it on a commercial or something like Whoa, that. There you go. Um, I don't know if that stupid show Glee is still around, but this, that'd be a perfect time to put that on too. <laughs> on there, they had. I want to give you. You said the um, choir that's in this, the New Jersey Mass Choir of the GMWA. I don't know what GMWA stands for, but that was the choir they had in this song. So we're gonna give a shout out to them. Good luck over there in Jersey. That's what I always say. Yeah, there you go. Um, wearing their sweaters underneath their tank tops. <laughs> Uh, of course, Lou Graham, lead vocals, one of the great, uh, you know, vocalists of Correct. the 70s and 80s. He can just belt it. And I don't know why, but whenever I hear this song, I think of Footloose. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird every single huh. time. I know. Yeah. Oh, well. I guess I don't. I don't think that. That's okay. I just remember, you know, Foreigner changing up a little bit from 70s hard rock to changing up to the 80s, you know. Groove. Are you ready to go? Yeah, dude. I am so ready. Okay, guys, bear with me. <laughs> I have. I am not the biggest fan of. So this is Glory of Love, Peter Cetera. Peter Cetera. This was his first solo venture after he left Chicago. Okay. Um, which saw huge success with him as a singer in the early '80s. From the soundtrack of Karate Kid 2. <laughs> and I remember going seeing that movie as a kid. I remember loving the song as a kid. I remember you do it all for the glory of love. What is so funny, Greg? This is a serious business right here. No, because you remember this from the Karate Kid 2. It that's what cracks you up. Like there, I have one on my list that it, I, it came from a movie, but I remember some things from it. So I'm gonna take a, a similar story from you from yeah. that, but. You know the the Karate Kid too, and I'll tell you, Chris. When I heard this again, I was like, 
man, I really don't like this song. But when you said the Karate Kid 2, it's like, oh, that's right, Karate Kid 2. And I, l- I love it, dude. I love this. I l- not as good as number one, but it's one of those it's one of those rare times where a sequel can be like, yeah, that one was good too. And it's not like, oh, they went downhill after part one. They should have never done a part two. I like part two. They went to a whole new setting in yes. uh, Japan, Japan, Okinawa, Japan. Whole new everything. And, you know, same kind of story. Girl, boy, Miyagi. But then Mi- and Miyagi's got the friction as well as yes. he did with the uh, sensei in the first one. And Peter Sateri says, man, you just got to do it. And you got to do it for the glory of love. And the video is a huge commercial <laughs> for the movie. It's basically a trailer. This thing went number one. This thing went to number one. This is my second number one oh, this song is on my one. list. All right. So, and, and this was not done on purpose. I mean, I just, I just seem to pick songs that are worldwide smash hits. Uh, let me ask you before you go on to the next thing. We're here a little bit in this. When you were doing your list, did you change the songs every once in a while? You know how like we talk about, oh, why did they put these songs in order? Why aren't they putting these things, you know, this song on this order? Uh, so for me, I, I changed them a few times. I had songs, and then I changed it, and then I changed it again because I then I started I, then I got the flow that I wanted on um, my playlist. I didn't know. I added them on and kind of really didn't mess much with the order. Um, one thing that I did do, there's a couple like I had air, I have air supply on here. Everybody, everybody, get ready. Air supply is coming. Air right. supply is coming, air guys. Um, but. They have a couple songs with the word love in it. So what one do I want? I can't put them both on here. I don't want to do a show that's an hour long. I want So next year, maybe that other one will be on here. But I really didn't add and take out. I kind of just was like, you know, what songs come to mind? What songs do I remember? Um, of course, you're going to do a Google search songs with the words of love in it when you're doing a list like this. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You can't remember everything. I haven't taken Galinko, Ginkgo Biloba in years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude. It didn't really change much. Okay. So I'm, I don't even know if the flow is good. My, on my story, my story is gonna be different because I'll tell you the the flow I did up and down, and I go, this is the way I want it. This is the way I want it. Let me take this song out, add new songs. Love that. Go ahead on the next one, man. This is cool. Woo. Here we go. Here we go. Now, now we can play this. Now we can play some yacht rock right here. Okay. This will go right. Cutting crew, and. Climax Blues Band will lead off my Yacht Rock playlist going forward, dude. I love you. I love you. And this is one of those songs for me that I I remember and I'm like, it's one of those songs where you know the song, but you can't fucking remember who played it. Oh, okay, yes. So I had to be, I was like, I was trying to look it up. And obviously with, you know, Spotify, Apple, Google, you put in a song titled this, you're going to get the results right away. Yes. Which I had to do because I couldn't remember the name of the band. But man, what a great song. This is an awesome. You know what? This totally feels 70-ish. Yeah. You know, like they uh, they made it in the 70s and you can tell that it was all about that time, that uh, moment in time in the 70s. Yep. Love it. I I also love this song very much. Man. Thank you, Greg. It's Greg uh, approved. Oh, definitely. This uh, is definitely Greg. Hit number, this is double stamped yeah. if you ask me. Hit number 12. Yeah. On the uh, billboard, and uh, it actually came out in '81, but it was probably written in the '70s. So it's got that seven. It's a band from the '70s, so it's gonna have that '70s yeah. sound. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you know another song from this band? I probably. Right. It's. I bet you I do, but I don't know that I do. 
Okay. I bet I do, but I don't know that I do because I don't know it's them. You don't know the title, or you don't know any title? No. Do you want me to Google it? No, what, I don't want you to. Their their next hit that I would say is a song called Spooky. Oh yeah, I do know that song. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song too. And then like you you go back and I was like, oh, that's the cli-, you know climax blues. Oh, okay, sing it, cool. Greg. This one, Spooky. Ooh. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Yeah, Great the, song, dude. I totally love this, man. This if, is, like, if you're with your lover, yeah, and you want to make love right now, you put this song on, hey. and you are making love before this guitar solo is playing. <laughs> and in some cases, you're done before the guitar solo is <laughs> over. That's called the quickie, folks. That's called. The, <laughs> that's called the quickie, baby. <laughs> or for some people, uh, to pump jump <laughs> normal. <laughs> oh good lord let's go to the next song we're gonna serve some trouble see you're, you're now you're bringing me to the 80s good sound now didn't heart kind of like go away for a little bit just they took a long extended break and they kind of came back with this monster album yeah and this a was, different look for them yep they, maybe a new record label i don't know they definitely um came back dude this is like a big huge comeback album for right. this was like for some of you guys that don't, aren't in heart maybe you're in aerosmith permanent vacation was their comeback uh this self-titled album was heart's comeback because yeah. they were really big in the 70s and kind of dropped off came back like dude these, these, these both of these Anne and nancy wilson they can both just sing like amazing and man and i i remember this album this had some hits on it, it man did. this this um was, i couldn't tell you what they were but i remember in time when hearing this song and this is like the same thing it's a great you know great song oh yeah you know um, i will tell you um let's see just for shits and giggles greg for you um if looks could kill you may not have heard the song but you will know it if you hear it what about love this one yeah chorus is killer never these dreams there you go uh, yeah. Nothing at all. It was like five songs right there that were all just killer. They, and that's what I said. They they, they almost they came back. But, you know, I remember hearing Heart and Never Knows Barracuda and other songs. And then they came like, oh, Heart released a new album. And they played some of these songs. And it's like, wow. Different, little bit different sound. Maybe yep. an updated 80s sound. But yep. Definitely more 80s sound. Definitely more synth. Sure. Um, let's soften it up. Let's soften our image. Um, 80s, let's sex it up a little bit, right? You, let's you sex forgot, it you up. You forgot the main thing about the 80s, dude. Let's poof our hair a little bit. Oh, yeah, the hair. The poof <laughs> is in the poof. The poof is... <laughs> you definitely use some Aquanet. I'm drinking my kombucha today. All right. Uh, this is number 10. Nice. So we're, we're, we're in that top 20 yeah. on all these so far. Man, I, I, I love Anne's voice in this song. The way her and Nancy harmonize is great. She belts it out right there. Um, Nancy, I'm going to go out on a limb. I believe she plays the guitar solo in this song. I'm not really sure, but she was a guitar player. Nancy was. Oh, definitely play that. Um, love it. Great song. Heart, one of those bands. We got we to do some Heart episodes, dude. Oh, sure. Um, definitely. They're, they're one of those bands that, 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 you know, as good as they're regarded, and I believe they're in a Hall of Fame, don't, I don't think still get their due. No, not at all. All right, let's go. Next all song. Right. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. 
this one yeah. putting on there is, I can I can understand you putting this one on um, because we had Love Bites and then this is another great one of course from our bread and butter White Snake bitching song same thing Chris if you if after you made love at uh, um, on uh, the Climax Blues Van now you're heard just relaxing in the gl- in the in the gleam of your lovers cuddling oh, yes. Go, is yeah. this love is this love and this was um, I'm not sure maybe someone out there in the nation can let us know this was part of the White Snake trilogy here I go again is this love and still the night I can't remember which order I do know that um, here I go again did hit number one I believe it hit number one this song hit number two still the night I'm not really sure where that hit in the countdown but this was part of the Tawny Katane <laughs> trio trilogy, trilogy, trilogy of, videos. of videos okay for any of you guys that are younger-ish maybe in your 30s uh, Alicia Silverstone yes did the trilogy of videos for Aerosmith, Aerosmith. this is same same kind of thing but Tawny Katane man Tawny Katane she, yeah, was, she was a video vixen man she, she was a she reason was a, a lot video of people vixen. were watching this correct a lot of people remember that when they think about White Snake. There, you know, Tony Katane. Yeah, talk about a White Snake. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, David Coverdale. This was part of their big, huge comeback album. Also, yes. People, it's a self-titled. Most people call it just the White Album. Uh, love this song. Nice little. Would, would you guitar. call it a comeback album? Because um, Slide It In was not Slide, that. Yeah. Was not a. But this took them from. Yeah. They were here. Here. Yeah, so I guess no. it maybe wasn't so much a comeback album because White Snake was never here yet. So that was really their big. I think big it, album it took a, a breakthrough, a breakthrough to a, a super headline band. Oh yeah, you know, I'll give you that. But I don't really call it a comeback. Yeah. I love it, dude. Yeah, I do too. How much? A lot. I like a lot. Is this love? Let's go. <laughs> You got me again. This is like the second song that. Why is this song on here? But this is Chris's. Oh God, dude. You know, thoughts. So I'm gonna let it run. This is uh, I can't uh, help fall help fall in love with you. UB40s cover version. I believe Elvis was Elvis the first one to do it. Um, I'm not really sure if Elvis was first. And don't be mad at me, guys, because I didn't put the Elvis version on here. <laughs> but. I just really like this cover version of UB40. Cool. It's got a little reggae feel to it. It's got the bedroom rhythm, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> you get in there doing it right, you get the white boy over right. <laughs> You're good, dude. <laughs> Your face is great. <laughs> oh, man. This is good stuff right now. So you don't even remember this song? No, I do remember this song. I'm just, it just makes me laugh that, you know, here we're we're, we're putting on Journey and you know Def Leppard, Foreigner, and now you're putting UB40 on here, you know, but like LL Cool J. That's what I said. Those two songs are making me laugh on it. Like, dude, really? But I see your theme after you said the song's about love, and I was like, all right, I'll give you, because my themes are differently. I I'll tell you about my stuff. You know why I did mine, but this is yours, and I it's cool for what it is. It's it's a great song, like you said, romantic. You can dance to it, you can make love to it. 
You could jam on it with your friends as, you know, the top down hanging at the beach. You know? Good stuff. Yeah, um, this was this was one of the later ones that I actually added on. Um, I don't know why it popped into my mind. I go, should I? Then I start thinking, should I put the Elvis version on? And I was, I had them both on the list. And then I was like, you know what? I like this version better than the Elvis. Okay. The Elvis version is great, but I just like this one better. And maybe it was just right then, but man, sue me. I don't, I, whatever. This is yeah. my show. You want to? Play the Elvis version, get your own damn podcast. There you go. And you can play whatever you want. Exactly. Do it in yourself. Now, uh, yeah. great song, UB40, Elvis Presley cover. I love it, dude. Is this, was, this was in the 80s, right? Yep. I think this might have actually cusped into the 90s. Okay, yeah. well, late 80s, early 90s. All right. And I was listening to it, and you hear that? There's a lot of times in the song where the horns just come in in the background. Oh, yes. Like, here. And for some reason, I one of the last couple times I've been listening to this song, I'm just like, that's all I'm listening for, the horns. I'm like, oh, they do use the horns pretty good, because I'm not big on the horns, but fits in here perfectly. It does, because of the beat that you're doing. It, it's yeah. not overpowering. That, that reggae it's beat. Still, it's still good. Yes. All right, my man. Let's go. See? Bring me back to the 80s. Here we go. Is this another one for you? Well, this is, I would say, yeah. Yeah, definitely 80s. Uh, the videos, uh, the the love song to it, the way the emotion, the way the girl sings about it, you know. So Sounds this good. is this is Roxette. Yeah. Uh, the song is called "It Must Have Been Love." It's from the Pretty Woman soundtrack. Okay. Um, which, if no one knows this about me, they're about to. I am a big fan of movies that are considered chick flicks. I love Pretty Woman. Great, love it. Dirty Dancing, can't get enough. Roadhouse, love it. Love Roadhouse, dude. <laughs> We've already talked about Roadhouse. Well, I'll cut. You want to talk about Roadhouse? We can do it again. I do want to talk about Roadhouse. Dude. I want to talk about the new Roadhouse. Dan- no, we don't need to talk about I- that. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. We're going to talk about some dancing and some throat ripping. We can yeah. talk about that. Some Patrick, dude. Right. I was talking about Patrick Swayze yesterday, dude. Yeah. But, uh, sometimes people, the kids don't know who he is. Let's not get let's not get on that side tangent. Okay. Rock set. Uh, Released in 1987. Number one um, hit? Um, let's look. I think... no. Um, Top ten. Let me go down here all the way. Number one hit. All oh, right. Good Lord. Yeah. What, uh, what was our other big hit? Joyride. Come on, join the Joyride. That was our other big hit. Okay, don't remember that. Um, but, the, yeah. I remember this band, dude. Rock said they were. I remember this song. I really remember the song. Yeah, it was just the, the the it was the two. It was like it was like almost like a later day, Eurythmics. Yes. It had the the woman singing, then yeah. the guy, and then the guy like keyboards guitar, or guitar. Yeah. They probably co-wrote the songs. Yeah. Hollow note style or exactly uh, without all the lawsuits. <laughs> Great song, dude. Must have been love, but it's over now. Kind of a bittersweet song, you yeah. know. We found love. Um, it was great, but over now what are you gonna do she has a really great voice dude she really does love it i got i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to scroll up here and, and tell you who the uh roxette what's the we've got to find the girl's name here that's singing her Walk name is a roxette man i thought it was saying like roxy or something i find it dude Damn. i can't find it with all of this uh information. information that's on here dude so we'll look it up we'll look it up later all right y'all right over there greg yeah 
Yes, right. dude. Let's go to the next song. Ooh. Now you're getting me. Oh, yeah. There you go, Greg, getting his hibbity-jibbity on. Hmm. Making love out of nothing. And this song, there's a, Bonnie Tyler also did this song, if I rem remember correctly. She did a little, changed it up a little bit, but Air Supply, dude, the the Australian Air Supply. I thought you say the Australian Hollow Notes. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, the Australian Hollow Notes. And you know what, these guys it, are still going, they're going strong today. Oh, yeah, um, dude. I know they're still touring, maybe not as much as they used to, but I think they, they tour once in a while, like every summer, every other summer or something, yeah. and just kind of get on with a bunch of other slow soft rock artist that kind of then they kind of make a big deal out of it you could um you could yacht rock this up too yeah you could put this on our yacht rock mix sure i don't know i listen to a lot of yacht rock maybe i was influenced a little bit but when i was trying to um decide what air supply song i wanted to put on here um i chose this one because i felt i really liked his singing how it just seems very like uh, it's got a lot of power in the voice it's got a good build in it I just thought it was great. It was for me. It was the obvious choice. I, I have nothing bad to say about uh, Air Supply. They have a bunch of great songs. They know how to write songs and they know how to sing them. And they got a, a legion of fans. How about that? Yeah. Number two, we should go Air Supply uh, parking lot. Number two. <laughs> hey, this um, this hey, man. song. Air Supplies out of it. This single's a million seller. See. I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it hit number two. If you heard me say that while Greg was talking, I was trying to interrupt him but failed miserably. Not damn it. Uh, yeah, love it, dude. Yeah, love it. I got no, I got nothing nothing more to say about Air Supply. They're making love out of nothing at all. Yeah, dude. All right, let's go to the next song. See, there you go. Now, now you're bringing me back to 80s power metal. 80s Power ballads. Sorry, sorry. 80 power ballads. Um, am I saying 80s, 89, 90? Um, 91. It was released this here. It's actually 92 and 93. So Okay. So 92. So now we're, we all know what happened in 93. Grunge took over. But before that, you know, it was, it was starting to bubble. But this band, Saigon Kick, um, Love is on the way. And I, the only thing I didn't that I think they made it big is because of more than words extreme the radio stations were grasping for other bands that hey you can do acoustic who else can do acoustic song you know they pulled this out and it kind of ooh, this is extreme you know more than words ooh, this is saigon kick love is on the way and it became a big hit mm -hmm, for them mm -hmm. but they were kind of a heavy band this is i yeah. think this is their second album mm -hmm. and they i remember buying that first album and buying this album and i thought this was great I, you know i love power ballads so I was in love with it, and then I started hearing it on the radio, and I was like, great. But it, Saigon Kick was known for this, like Extreme was known for that. Yeah. And they kind of got lumped in a, in a oh, they're more of a heavy, soft rock band, other than their you know, yeah, aggressive when rock you, band. Yeah, when you come out with something that sounds like this, like you had said, a More Than Words or a Love Is On The Way, it's hard, and it's huge. Yeah. It's hard to get underneath out from underneath it yeah it really isn't just like extreme saigon kick had a ton more to offer 
as a band than just this song. Exactly. And, you know, with the, with Extreme, it's almost like more than words was almost they had some ballads, but it was an, almost like an outlier, an acoustic ballad with just Nuno and Gary singing. For this one, you know, you got your acoustic guitar. It's really like an outlier from the rest of their stuff because they had some pretty heavy stuff. Yeah, Saigon they did. It. And some people never hear it, uh, but you guys got to check it out. But Love is on the Way is what we're talking about right now. I remember this song. I think I have it on cassette single somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to have to dig it out. Great song. I yeah. remember I remember this video on MTV. I loved it so much. I recorded it on a VHS. You know, I used to wait on the radio to record a song. <laughs> I recorded it off of MTV so I could just I watch did, it over I did and over that too, again, bro. <clears throat> Love it. <laughs> love it. Saigon Kick, Love is on the Way. Um, you want to keep going? You want to listen to the little guitar solo? Go ahead and go on the next one, man. All right, let's go. I'll let you call it. Yeah. Now you're bringing it back to the 70s. Still good. Uh, <laughs> bad Company, man. Uh, feel Like Making Love. It's a great song. Yep. You know? I always feel like making love. Sounds good, man. <laughs> but you do all you do, all you give me is quickies. So thanks, man. <laughs> hey, all you have is a guitar solo. Then it's <laughs> after the guitar solo, it's time to move on. Uh, this is a very also uh, sing along song. So once you start, once you know the song very well, it's in your head like a, uh, you know, like the song worm. You just kind of ooh, yep. feel like making. <laughs> Love it. Yep. Uh, great song. Yep. Paul Rogers on vocals here. Uh, it's kind of like a, s- a super group here. Yes. Um, man, hit number ten. What a great dude. This song is just. I feel like this is one of those songs that um, we've talked about. There's a couple other bands and songs where you never hear anybody say, like, I don't really care. I don't like that song. I've never heard anybody say they don't like this song. Everybody likes this no, song, right? There's I've never heard songs. anybody say anything yeah, about, like, Bad Company. But like you said, they came out of a – they be, they formed into a super group. You know, before that, they were other bands, and they made their own magic that way. And this was like, oh, I know that guy. He does this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So – I think this is a great song, uh, very 70s classic. Um, and then, like I said, from the 70s, you kind of get it, like you'll hear it in other movies, you'll hear it in maybe commercials. It just sounds good stuff. You know? And the radio kind of constantly plays it, so it's good stuff. This is, I love the, it. This is, um, you play this before you play the song that you're going to make love to. This is the, like, you know, this, hey, baby, seducing kind of a thing. <laughs> Right? This is your, if you're like making a little baby, you're seducing, you know? Maybe you, you're terrible, what? dude. All these songs, I'm, man. I'm giving lessons in love. That's it. For all lessons the, the for lovers in training. Is that what it is? The lovers in training need to be listening. <laughs> dude, dude, this is good stuff. Dude, usually you have to pay a fortune to get this kind of information. Exactly, dude. right? Uh, and here, so, Chris and Gray are giving it to you. Giving it to you for free, guys. <laughs> giving it to you for free. Uh, I love this song. The guitar is great. Yeah, I mean this is a this is a song you'll be you'll hear it in a bar and all the guys are like yeah you know kind of singing it together and, and and all those kinds of things not at each other. Well maybe I don't know whatever depends on what bar you're in I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love all bars. All right, you ready to go to the next song? No. Okay. You want to keep listening? No. But I mean I go. It's not my favorite. Go to the next song. So you don't want to go to the next. No. Song. Go to the next song. This is not one of my oh, favorites, yeah. but uh, this one I put on here on purpose. Oh, you son of a I bitch! I put this song in here on purpose, for, just for Greg, because I know how much he absolutely has nothing but love for this band, and by love I mean no love. <laughs> yeah. Greg is not a firehouse 
fan at all. Tell him about it, Greg. No, you know what? I'll, I'll give you this. I did buy the cassette. Now, I think I bought it used because, I, you know, I think they have more than just the one song on here, yeah. that whatever. But I really didn't like this album. And I learned to hate this song. It just, you know, I it's not my favorite. You know, I... Um, I didn't listen to a lot of Firehouse except for what was on the radio. Okay. Because I'm not a huge fan, of, but I do like the stuff that I've heard, that I would, had heard on the radio. So I would say after the last episode that you were talking about how much you hated Firehouse, I go, I got to go back and see what this is all about. So I went back and listened to like their albums, and I was like, it's, I could see how someone would hate these guys. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Now, do we need to do an episode? Absolutely, we got to do an episode on Firehouse so we can let the nation know why Greg hates him so much. I don't know, is hate too strong? No. Okay, so he hates Firehouse, and we got to go and we got to listen because, you know, he wants to educate the nation on on, on everything that's inside that head of his. Look at him. You know, I couldn't relate with one of the guys. The guys were not relatable for me. There was no guitar god. There was no crazy drummer. There was no... You know, out of control basis. I'm trying to form Motley Crue. You know, like there wasn't something that I could relate to, mm-hmm. and that's why I, they just didn't. They, they weren't. And, and they weren't dangerous. <laughs> they weren't dangerous. They were like this. Firehouse was, was not on fire. They, Firehouse was not dangerous. You know what they were? Here's maybe a good way to coin it. Firehouse was your mom's hair band. <laughs> like this is the band that your mom would put in. Put, oh, we the, hope these are nice boys. You probably. <laughs> You probably bought the cassette used because your mom probably bought it, dubbed a copy, and sold it back. And you went and bought your mom's used copy of Firehouse because it's, you know, this is your mom's hairband, Firehouse. Live a lifetime. I like that scenario. We're going to go with that story, Chris. That's great. <laughs> We're going to go with that story. You can tell that story the next time when we talk about these yeah. guys. Uh, but, man, I, I do like this. is a good power ballad. Okay. Came at the tail end, 91. Yeah. Um. But all those things that Greg is saying about the band are true. Uh, but man, I do I do like the song. I love the album cover. I mean, come on now, got a house on fire in the back. It's got a, a seductress in yeah, the front. Yeah, there you go. Looking looking all good. With uh, a matchstick. Yep. But uh, I got no problems with the song. But right. I would say as far as like the whole album and the whole band, I I see where you're coming from. I'm not ready to jump on that yet. You're not jump on the uh, firehouse gonna, bandwagon. I'm gonna jump on the firehouse hate bandwagon yet all right let's go to the next i'll song. get you on there oh guitar solo it's no george lynch dude don't start look there it is there it is that was, that was it that was it that was <laughs> all right thank you for moving forward you're welcome you know what chris i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you for a second and you know you didn't you didn't do any business Oh my God, I didn't. You can wait for the next song or you can do business now. Because um, this is Queen. This is Love of a Lifetime mm-hmm. and this is a beautiful song. Yep. So I'll wait till the end. All right. And I think this song, um, I, I, as far as Queen is one of those bands for me to where I know what's out there. I know the greatest hits. I know all that kind of stuff. And even though there were songs like this that were known, I didn't really become familiar with it until the movie came out, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. That's when I, when he sang it in that, and I go, that is a beautiful song. Um, and of course, my uh, the intern uh, also loves Queen. She has a Queen shrine in the studio. <laughs> she loves it, so you know I've heard it from her as well. But man, this is a 
beautiful, beautiful song. Love of My Life by Queen. Um, I had to put it on here, dude. I mean, yeah. I don't know what else to say. Uh, no, you know, Queen was one of those bands that, you know, that you just, they weren't one dimensional. You know, the first album, they're a rock band, and they kind of, hey, I want to try something different. And, you know, Freddie did something different, different things. And they pulled this out. Yeah. And, and they made it work. And, you know, they owned it. They didn't, you know, they're definitely not imitators. Oh, they no. did what they did. And and nowadays you hear a lot of people trying to imitate them on some of the shit that they do. Yep. So this was off of their, yeah, their Night of the, at the Opera yeah. album. Love it, dude. Came out in 75. Uh, love it, dude. Let's see where this ended. Did this thing even uh, chart? Uh, 23. So our first song is out of the 23. But it wasn't a, it wasn't huge for them at the time. So. But man, it has that Queen sound, has that Bohemian Rhapsody sound. Yeah, it's got you know. I think it's great, yeah. dude. Yeah, I do too. It's just, are you ready? Phenomenal to go? song. Are you yes. ready to go to the last song on my list? Sure. Are you, are you sure you want to, man? Because I know you love Queen. I mean, you can. We can enjoy this a little bit more, man. You want to sway? No. Brian May. Brian May. How killer is that? I mean, you, you're hearing the piano. You're just. You can tell instantly it's him. Wow. He has one of those sounds that you can just He tell. does have a certain sound. Yeah. All right. I, now we go to the last song. Percy. Percy Sledge, When a Man Loves a Woman. One of the classic, classic love songs of Correct. all time. Had to be on this list. I ain't putting on no Michael Bolton crap. <laughs> ain't putting on a remake. Love it, man. What are you gonna? What do you? What do you gotta say? I mean, you almost don't even need to say anything. You just need to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. And this is one of those songs. Definitely a good love song. Um, dinner time, after dinner, after dinner drink, getting in the mood. So could this be Slow your? Dancing. Is this your pre? No. Do you listen? Do you put this on before? I feel like making love. No. So when do you, when is this song coming the, on in your love making mix? This song it would not be on my mix, Chris. Sorry. My really? shit is, is crazy. Really? I mean, wow. I, I've never thought that way of of, the, of when what you what you described. So I would probably have to come up with a playlist that would work for me yeah. in that way. So no. Oh, I man. have to admit, this is very classic. This is very beautiful. Oh yeah. This is a song. Like I said, if you just wanted to dance, hey, then this song came on. On a, at a wedding or something, and you just kind of, you know, hey, let's dance, honey. Yeah, that's it. There you go. It's very beautiful. When you love, when a man loves a woman, Percy Sledge, the last song on this. Let me get business now. Okay. The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram uh, at BigTalkCG.podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook. Just search the Big Talk podcast with Chris and Greg. That's Greg with three G's, one in the front, two in the back. Let's go. Valentine's Day, second annual, episode one. Chris's part. <laughs> Greg's will be coming up. I don't know. Maybe it'll be before. We don't know. Probably. We've already called this part one, so it's going to come after, I guess. <laughs> I'm an idiot. We, guys, as much as we try to plan things out, we just don't. We like to wing it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. This is great for the Big Talk Podcast. See ya!